0: today's episode. Welcome to a very special installment of the Agent Survival Guide podcast and happy International Podcast Day to you. Today is all about showing some love to this particular medium that has captured our attention and continued to grow and evolve over time. While the simplicity of RSS lives on, The world of podcasts has grown from those simple roots to a complex network of over 2.4 million shows. And while we're mentioning stats, let me add two more here. According to the Infinite Dial 2022, an estimated 226 million people are familiar with the term podcasting. That's about 79% of the total U.S. population age 12+. plus. 177 million people have listened to a podcast before, making up 62% of the total U.S. population age 12 and older. These numbers have continued to go up year over year, and it is exciting to see the growth of familiarity with the medium and listenership, but it does highlight the need for continuing to get the word out about podcasts. I've mentioned before that I am an avid podcast listener, so I am always on the hunt for podcast recommendations, and I enjoy sharing my own as well, which is why we do a few of these recommendation episodes throughout the year. For this particular episode, in the spirit of International Podcast Day, honestly, I tried to tell you about as many podcasts as I can, and that includes shows that I've finished, what I'm currently listening to, podcast updates, and new for this particular episode, what I'm now following with plans to listen to in the future. So we will kick off the episode with podcast updates. Now, despite all of my hunting, seeking, and searching, I've only got two updates to share with you today. I'm not sure if it's a lull in production at the moment or if scheduling, recording, and production was easier during the pandemic. Regardless, like I said, I've got two updates to share today. First up, and quite possibly the podcast I'm most excited about, The Return of Articles of Interest, created and hosted by the infamous Avery Truffleman, and they are part of the Radiotopia Network. The show was a spin-off series of sorts, first featured on the 99% Invisible podcast feed and then later granted its own standalone feed. Now, while 99% Invisible chronicles the hidden marvel of the design world, Truffleman's Articles of Interest tackles clothing and other, well, articles of interest. Season 1 and Season 2 featured a different article in each episode. Season 3 has more of a coherent theme, American Ivy, yes, Season 3 seeks to unpack the origins of preppy style and how it evolved into its current classic status. According to their announcement, quote, The answer is long and complicated and crosses international borders, end quote. Like I said, I am excited about the prospect of this season, especially the overarching theme that will tie the episodes together. I have always enjoyed Truffleman's reporting on the show and on other projects, so I think this will be a welcome differentiation from past seasons, but also a chance for her to really flex her storytelling skills. Next up, this time a podcast from two fiction-writing powerhouses. Season 2 of Bridgewater, the combined effort of Aaron Menke, creator of Lore… And Lauren Shippen, creator of The Bright Sessions and its spin offs, Maxine Miles and Dashboard Diaries. Bridgewater tells the story of a professor, Jeremy Bradshaw, whose father disappeared in the forest when he was just a young boy. Twenty years later, he's teaching folklore and still hanging around the area, trying his best to deny the strange goings-on of the area known in real life as the Bridgewater Triangle in New Jersey. I mentioned in my previous recommendation that this was a fictional take on a real-life scary story, which is a little bit different than what Aaron Menke has done on his hit podcast, Lore. But when combined with the realistic, fantastical world building that Shippen is known for, well, you get a very compelling story. Originally, the show was set to be back in August of this year. According to a Twitter post on September 14th, season two is in post-production, and production company Grim & Mild is hoping to release in early January 2023. Moving on to the recommendation portion. First up, a podcast I listened to earlier this year, Aftershock from iHeart Podcasts. In this fictional podcast, an earthquake destroys part of the West Coast while simultaneously bringing an island to the surface. Desperate to flee the blackouts and chaos on the coast, several groups head to the island to claim it as their own. Lead character Cassie has a different reason to get there first. Her daughter took off with a boat before the earthquake, and Cassie is determined to reunite with her. She meets a man who will take her there, but when they get to the island, that's when the story really gets good. As the story picks up steam, there are several twists and turns that I did not see coming, which I'm always a huge fan of. It's not overly long, 10 episodes, and there is potential for a sequel, or not, as well as potential for a TV or movie adaptation. Aftershock stars Sarah Wayne Callies and Jeffrey Dean Morgan from The Walking Dead, Toddie Gabriel from The 100, and David Harbour from Stranger Things, so a couple of well-known names in there. I was drawn in for the premise of this one rather than the actors, but if you like any of those actors on their respective shows, you might like them here as well. Next on the list, Overleaper by Realm, another fiction podcast for the list, and another one that is easy to binge, which I love. Audrey Beach is a special forces staff sergeant who's seen multiple tours of duty, and the only thing more important than her career is her daughter Lydia. When she's sent on a secretive mission to a remote mountain with a mysterious red door, she's trapped by a woman who looks just like her. The woman, her doppelganger, is Audrey from a different world who lost her own Lydia and wants revenge. Overleaper clocks in at nine episodes, so like I said, another short binge. Storytelling is tight, and the show wraps up nicely. And while I do enjoy long stories that are well-planned, I don't mind shorter podcasts like this one. You don't always need a handful of seasons to tell a story. Sometimes you can tell that story from start to finish in a satisfying manner with just a couple of episodes. Now, I'm here for all the sequels, prequels, remixes, and reboots, but I don't want that story to feel like it's being stretched so thin that plot holes appear everywhere. And speaking of plot holes, the next podcast is one that focuses on a behind-the-scenes look at the publishing industry, Missing Pages by the Podglomerate. Literary critic Ann Patrick hosts, and the first season will include eight episodes. I started where one should start when listening to a podcast with episode one on Kavya Viswanathan, and only after I listened to this episode did I surmise that Katya Sheshuvovich from Asaurus just might have been a parody of Kavya. Point for Asaurus, because there are literary jokes that sometimes make it over my head. In Missing Pages, though, our host frames pain points of the book publishing industry alongside authors who have been potentially victimized by them. Kavya Viswanathan's episode was all about book packaging and delved further into that portion of the industry than I was even familiar with. Caroline Calloway's episode dug into a whole slew of issues—influencers as authors, memoirs and the young, book advances and their inequality. To be honest, this is one of my most favorite takes on the Caroline Calloway story, and I think this is where Ann Patrick shines. She's not here to pass judgment on the sins of the authors featured in each episode She's here to offer a thoughtful and insightful look at the entire story, you know, including those missing pages that we might not have gotten the first time around. As I mentioned, season one is slated to be an eight-episode run, but I'm hopeful that missing pages will be around for a few more seasons. I think there are plenty more stories to be told. Next up, the podcast that I most recently finished, X Marks the Spot, The Legend of Forrest Fen, produced by Cavalry Audio. Forrest Fenn was quite the character, and I feel like I heard whisperings of the treasure hunt here and there, but I wasn't really drawn into his story until this podcast. We learn about Forrest Fenn's legacy and his treasure as we listen through the episodes, each of which are named after portions of Forrest Fenn's famous poem. Long story short, he buried a treasure chest with $2 million worth of gold somewhere in the United States. He wrote a coded poem, similar in style to other armchair treasure hunt poems, that would lead to his treasure. That was in 2010, and while Fenn gave many interviews and additional clues along the way, the treasure was only found 10 years later. And there's a bit of intrigue around the find, considering the finder, as he is called on the show, requested to remain anonymous, then to add to the fun of the story With the publication of the last episode, Cavalry Audio announced their own treasure hunt, a digital treasure hunt. They released a series of clues, and for the person that solves those clues first, they will win $50,000. I have not joined the digital treasure hunt, but I love the concept. I enjoy when a podcast deviates from what we consider to be normal podcast territory, using it as a means to convey clues about a treasure is a pretty cool way to get people to pay even closer attention. But it's also very much in the spirit of Forrest Fenn. And if he were still alive, I think he would get a good chuckle out of it if not joining in on the hunt himself. Next up, a compelling documentary podcast from Serial Productions and the New York Times The Trojan Horse Affair In 2014, in Birmingham, England, a letter outlined a supposed plot by Islamists to infiltrate city schools. It's a mystery who wrote it, but it quickly created a national panic in England, prompting actions to be taken that had real-life consequences for those involved. Schools were reorganized, and some individuals were banned from the field of education for life. The investigation aims to discover who wrote the letter, while simultaneously covering the havoc it wreaked on so many educators' lives. Why did they write it? Journalism student Hamza Syed teams up with reporter Brian Reed in an attempt to learn the truth. Now, I don't listen to a lot of nonfiction podcasts, but this one was recommended by so many critics, and rightfully so. I will say that I sought out further information after listening, so I've seen many of the reviews that call the story one-sided. That was not my takeaway. I enjoyed hearing a narrative from a perspective that's often ignored, and there were some uncomfortable moments while listening. But I think that's what a good documentary does. It makes you think. And as always, I invite you to listen and form your own opinion. Next up, The Beautiful Liar from Q-Code and the band X Ambassadors. So first off, the podcast is meant to act as a narrative companion to the X Ambassadors album of the same name. It's the story of a blind girl named Clementine who discovers she has powers after the death of her father. She and her mother have just moved to a new school for a fresh start, but Clementine quickly discovers that there's no going back to normal, because as is usually the case with superhuman stories, there's a group hunting down those with powers. What's neat about The Beautiful Liar* it leans into the podcast medium as a means to tell the story. Agent Dodson plays tapes that have recorded Clementine's escapades, and he also happens to work for the Institute. From a creative standpoint, Beautiful Liar has its roots in bandmates and brothers, Sam and Casey Harris's love for audio dramas growing up. Like Clementine, Casey was also born blind, and he and his brother would bond over those old audio dramas and, of course, music. It is a very cool passion project, and honestly, it is one of the best stories I have heard in a long time. Speaking of shows that take advantage of the podcast medium as a storytelling device, I can't leave out... Arcadia, California from Law of Names Media. This is a podcast that's still putting out new episodes. And as of the time I'm recording this, there are 39 episodes. And we usually get two episodes per month, two weeks apart. Nico McCleary is 16 years old, and he and his mother have just moved to Arcadia, California. It's a small town. His mother grew up there, and as Nico tells us in the first episode, he plans to make a film there. Podcast episodes take the form of notes for his film, aptly named Untitled Small Town Film Project. He records his thoughts on a tape recorder, conversations with other town residents, and as the episodes go on, We learn that Arcadia has more than a few secrets and quite a lot of interesting characters. I don't want to spoil the surprise of the town for you, but I have to say that the plot makes excellent use of audio recording and mishaps that we associate with audio recording. There are moments when the audience knows more than the characters because of these mishaps, and revealing those little tidbits is a tricky business in storytelling. Reveal too much too soon, and it's frustrating waiting for the characters to catch up. But without those breadcrumbs, stories can feel equally drawn out and lack payoff. Arcadia, California gets the balance just right. Another small detail I love about the show, episodes are named after filmmaking terminology, adding to that narrative of Nico as a filmmaker. Last but not least for the recommendations, Sam Archer, third grade detective from Go Kid Go. My daughter loves mysteries. We have read The Boxcar Children, Nancy Drew, Geronimo Stilton, and so many others a mystery-themed podcast was always going to be right up her alley. Sam Archer takes on all sorts of cases with help from JT, her partner in sleuthing. There's an overarching mystery that Sam and JT get closer to solving in each episode. Season 1 has 10 episodes, each running about 15 minutes each, and I find that's a nice length to listen to while we're running errands, but it would also make a great binge listen while driving for longer periods of time. Each episode wraps up neatly enough that we can go a few days without listening and still pick right back up with the story. I am a big fan of that because my daughter's likes and whims are constantly changing, I could see a second season coming. Go Kid Go has a lot of longer-running podcasts, and it would be easy enough to make each season center around a new mystery, so we've got our fingers crossed for another one. And now that we've talked about updates and recommendations, that brings us to my recently followed list. Now, as I'm researching these recommendation episodes, I end up coming across a lot of podcasts that I have never heard of that sound so interesting. I click on follow and the rest is history. So much so that I am currently following 445 podcasts on Spotify. And while I do listen to a lot of podcasts, some on a more regular basis than others, 193 of that 445 I have never listened to. Now, granted, 33 of them were new follows that happened while I was creating this episode, but still, that's an awful lot of shows that I have not listened to. So, Here's the plan. I'm going to highlight five of them, give a brief synopsis of what they're about, why I followed them, and I am pledging to listen to them and report back. I'm not sure if they will fall in this year's listening or the first half of next year, but I feel like five is a reasonable number to start out with. Up first, the Polybius Conspiracy from Radiotopia which sounds like it could have been the inspiration for the podcast, Rabbits. The only problem is that Rabbits was published before the Polybius Conspiracy, so that wouldn't really work, now would it? And no, I can't go through a recommendation episode without at least mentioning Rabbits. But the Polybius Conspiracy is the story of an arcade game from the 80s that may or may not have existed. And it's essentially a modern day, perhaps myth-documented podcast style. It's also been out for quite a while. I have heard of it in passing before, but was kind of surprised that I hadn't followed it. I quickly remedied that, though, and added it to the list. Next up, a kid's pick from Gen Z Media and Wondery that I will likely listen to with my daughter, Young Ben Franklin. We've enjoyed other Gen Z shows, or should I say Gen Z shows, so I think we will like this one too. From the show description, it's much like what the show title suggests the escapades of Ben Franklin at age 14, prior to all of that founding father stuff. Third, a seemingly spooky Halloween pick: The Midnight Symphony by Joaquin Barrientos. Allie is on a quest to find her sister who has gone missing. Both siblings have been haunted by a melody since childhood, and it seems like the song plays into the disappearance. Allie wants to find the source of the song, but more than that, she wants to find her sister. It sounds like a spooky mystery, but it's also reasonably short, with 10 episodes that each run about a half hour apiece. Number four. This one has been on my listening list for quite some time, but it keeps getting bumped aside for, I don't know, shinier stories, newer stories. Either way, From Now has been in my listening queue for entirely too long. So in this Q-Code production, a spaceship, the USS Hope, disappeared 35 years prior to the events of the podcast. And when it just as mysteriously returns, only one survivor is on the ship, and he doesn't appear to have aged at all since he left. He's reunited with his twin brother, who has been on Earth this whole time and has aged those 35 years. Now, yes, while I'm here for the mystery of the disappearance and someone not aging, I'm more here for the dynamic between the two twins who have spent their entire lives in sync. At least I'm theorizing as much. I haven't listened. Only for that synchronization to disappear, deal with the loss, be reunited, and try to find common ground again. That just sounds like a fascinating story. And lastly, this one is completely out of my normal listening vibe, normal gossip. I have seen this one on so many recommendation lists lately, and I would not normally be interested in a gossip show, but this one's a little bit different. The show asks for listeners to submit juicy gossip about people in their lives, and then they invite guests to come on the show and chat about what happened. Identifying names and circumstances are changed to protect those involved, and like I said, it has gotten great reviews and recommendations across the board, and the fun thing about the show, I actually recognize more than just a handful of guests on the podcast. And normal gossip makes five, so those are the shows that I pledge to listen to and report back on in future episodes. Now, in the spirit of International Podcast Day and recommendations, we want to hear from you. What have you been listening to and loving recently? What are your recommendations? You can call in and leave a voicemail for us at 1-717-562-7211 or send us a message at asgpodcast at ridderim.com. We've got another recommendation episode slated for the end of the year. So if you do send a recommendation, you will get a shout out in that episode. And one last thing. International Podcast Day is all about sharing podcasts with others. And we would love it if you would share our show with someone you know today. Or share it with a whole bunch of people. That's cool, too. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Thanks for your continued support. It's all because of you that we are able to do fun episodes like this one. Thanks again for that. And we will see you next episode. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rapel, Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Artwork by Vivian Zhao.